ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, children of all ages, I introduce you the future legend. He is the host of Let's Talk Podcast. The one, the only, I introduce you, Philip! Hello, everyone. Surprise, surprise. And I got to be honest with you. I wasn't sure. I wasn't planning to do a podcast, but here you go. Here you go. Surprise to do a podcast. To recap Super Bowl 58 between the San Francisco 49ers and against the Kansas City Chiefs. And as the 49ers fan, I'm going to offend a little bit. Maybe a lot, actually. I'm going to offend a lot. And I, today, I have a guest joining me who is no changing this podcast. Make his return. Once again, Mike, welcome back to the show, man. Oh man, my condolences, buddy. Man, I—that's brutal to lose it the way you guys did, and I can't wait to hear what you're gonna say because you were very quiet on the PW boards. So, very quiet. I'm just curious what's about to happen. I maybe this is gonna be one of these all-time rants. Well, I got my popcorn ready. I'm ready to let you roll. <laughs> Minor interruptions. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, I, I've I've never experienced this as a Jets fan. Like I've never, we never got this far. Forget it; it's never gonna happen. But that's a whole other story. But this is cruel. Like yeah. this was just, oh, that sucks, man. And that's that's gonna be on Kyle Shanahan for the rest of his career. You thought the Atlanta choke was bad, or you thought that a couple of years ago against the Chiefs was bad? He's gonna own this one for a long time. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it in a bit about regarding Kyle Shanahan's shitty ass play calling in a bit. Uh, but next, I'm going to look into the the positive on the 49ers. The 49ers defense, Matt Wilkes, you know, and I've been criticized with Wilkes pretty much all season, including the postseason, especially the postseason. Man, he had these guys ready. The defense was bowling from the start to finish. Now, the green line injury was unfortunate. And that, Part of the reason we we're, were <laughs> lose the game because uh, Burks, who's replaced uh, Burks, the linebacker, replaced Greenlaw due to the injury. He's too slow. He's too slow. But that defense, the most part, have been good. I'm surprised that the secondary has been really good because uh, Embry Thomas didn't start at all. Uh, they start Logan Ryan. He's replaced the entire game and. It, I'm surprised it being pretty good in the most part in that game. What are, your, what are your thoughts? No, you're right. And, you know, that secondary, outside of the Miko Hardman, like that first giant bomb where he kind of mistimed it, I think they said he could have got an interception. I forgot who it was on. But besides that, it wasn't like Mahomes was just throwing it at you guys at will. Like he was struggling. And we talked about it the other day on the last podcast was that the Joe Tooney injury that you brought up was huge. Because inside, the 49ers were kicking their ass. Hargraves and um, Armstead, they were getting destroyed. Pacheco, every time they ran in the middle of Pacheco against the defense, he just runs into a wall. And, like, Mahomes is running around like your defense was killing it. We talked about Chase Young. I know Chase Young dogged it, and, you know, he got called out rightfully so. He brought it. 
He was yep. good. Randy Gregory, you guys picked him off the scrap heap from what Denver. He he got a little bit in there too. And Joey Bosa, I'm sorry, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa was <laughs> um was outstanding. Like you guys were great. And it sucks about the Greenlaw. The Greenlaw injury was brutal. Yep. I thought it was um I thought it was artificial turf. I said that at the time, but I, I got corrected that it was grass. But um yeah, man, I think I think you're right. The replacement, uh, he's just. They had him going one on one with Kelsey on like the intermediate, and that was just easy money for Mahomes. Like there was a couple times that the you know Kelsey made big time first down grabs, and it's like that's a mismatch. You know that sucks. That's that's unfortunate. You can't you can't game plan that. Like that's an injury. He's jumping up and down celebrating like a good play on special teams, which destroyed you guys today. And um, yeah, man, that's. That sucks. And Steve Wilkes, I thought he, I thought he was going to solve uh, Mahomes. I thought he was going to be like Todd Bowles and be the one to kind of figure out how to stop Mahomes. Almost. Yeah, almost, almost. And for for an special Moody, Moody, besides beside that, his kick got blocked in that extra point. He was actually good. And I and, and you know I've been pretty much. Uh, I don't want to say Moody Basher, but I've been very harsh, hard on Moody, rightfully so. But he was making his kicks that matters. Uh, 55, I think, I believe one is 55 yard, 56, and of course that field goal in the 20 foot range that around there um, before overtime, before she's tied the game to overtime. What are your thoughts? Yeah, we talked about him being kind of like we weren't sure what you're going to get out of a rookie kicker in this big stage. And he was outstanding. He had that 50-yard bomb. He had the late fourth quarter kick. He had the overtime kick. The extra point, I know Jay Feely, who was on commentary, he's a former kicker. He was a jet kicker for a few years. Um, He kind of said that he low-kicked it for whatever reason. I don't know. I think protection. I think you also got to kind of hang it on the protection up front. They got to kind of unleverage guys to make sure it can't get blocked. But I thought Moody was fine. I thought uh, Wishnuski, I'm sorry, your punter, Wishnuski, I believe his name is. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name at all. He was great. He pinned pinned him inside like the 10, like twice. Like he gave you guys good field position. What killed you guys? And it's Raymond McClad, not even him. It's the one of the guys in front. It was just unfortunate that it hit off the heel. You just wish Ray Ray McLeod can either jump on it or just punt, like kick the ball, like out of bounds. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's unfortunate because the momentum shifted. It was 10, three at that time. And when that happened, that was the momentum and they got a touch. They threw a touchdown the play right after that. So yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that football that hit someone's heel, it was uh, the, the Wookiee corner, uh, Luther, uh, like, I was like, oh great, that's and but we did not not respond right away, but uh, we did kind of move the field a bit better in the fourth quarter. Now, Brock, I don't want to hear no slander about Brock Purdy. We did talk about it yesterday about Brock Purdy a bit briefly yesterday. Well, Brock Purdy played well in the first quarter while he struggled here and there, but he made big plays. Juwan Chaney, Juwan Chaney, who's playing his ass off, Brock Purdy. You know, he did his thing. Gable was a little invisible. George Kittles said he did make a couple of good plays in the, I believe, third or fourth quarter before before you got hurt, but he did come back in. Um, Brandon Ayuk was invisible the most part of that game. They took the Chiefs secondaries. We, we did talk about Chiefs secondary a bit. We're pretty good, but um, what were your thoughts? 
Yeah, man. I think he said, I think we said it at the time, like he was going to be like the MVP. Like he had the throwing touchdown. He had the receiving touchdown. He had some big plays. Like he was active. Uh, Jennings, like you even caught, I think you even said it. You said it the other day on the podcast. It's like, look out for him. Don't yeah. sleep on him. Like this is the wide receiver three after Ayuk and Debo, like do not sleep on Jennings. I was like, okay, okay. I'll keep note of that. And he was going off. Especially when Debo went with the minor hamstring injury, every time Purdy looked at his way, like he was, he was active. Like it's crazy, man. Like that's, that's, that's insane. Like he had that, that play we talked about on the boards, but like um, the one that he threw the ball on paper, that's a terrible play. You're throwing the ball around like it's playground. Like it's, you know, like the sandlot, like, but it worked. He threw yep. it. Purdy threw it to him. He threw it to McCaffrey, and that was a touchdown. I'm like, how the fuck did that work? <laughs> yeah, I I say the same thing. I'm like, how did that fuck happen? Because I was like, that's. A, I mean, that it was a shitty play calling, <laughs> which I'm gonna get a little bit more regarding shitty his shitty play calling. Make sure with this game in a second. Uh, that was a shitty play calling, but yeah, I'm like, okay, that I, I take it. That that was that worked. Um, you know, um, Shane's his first. Touchdown pass to CMC. That that I mean, shit. That that was like a play of the game. Well, play of the game. Play play of the game. The uh, if when you watch the entire game, it's basically like a play of the game in a sense. Um, Juwan Chang played his ass off. Uh, now Shanahan. Now mm. Shanahan. You, you talked about this yesterday on, on the podcast. One the fucking ball. We both agree. I agree. One the fucking football. Open up. It will open up the play action. One the football. And now, Shanahan did the first, the very first drive when the game started. And all of a sudden, when CMC, Christian McCarthy, fumbled the ball, she covered the ball, all of a sudden, Shanahan stopped winning the ball the most part of that game until what? In overtime? In portion of the fourth quarter, he stopped winning the ball. He gets way too cute with his play calling. He has not learned from the last Super Bowl, which was back in 2020 of February. He has not fucking learned with his play, his shitty ass play calling. Man, like, you got the best running back in the league, Christian McCarthy. And look at what happened in overtime when we, we scored that field goal. We were moving the fucking ball. That's what happened. Why, why didn't you do it all fucking game? One for a quarter. That might, this might be a different game if you his shitty ass play call if he won the fucking ball. But no, that would you open the play action. But no, he wanted to get too cute and with his play calling. Fuck you, Kyle Shannon, by the way. But what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, we talked about it. It's don't get cute. Like it's time. Like he, like as I mentioned, like he has an, he has critics to answer. He did the same shit in Atlanta against the Patriots. They were up twenty eight nothing, and then they just dialed it back on the play call and just got ultra conservative. He, I don't know, man. Like he gets too cute. He gets way too cute. And like you have like a world class tight end. I know he got hurt at one point, so he was out a couple plays. But like, what are you doing with George Kittle? Like that's. Like he barely got anything. He got like that one huge first down where he single-handedly got you guys that to like move the chains. But like he was invisible. You have Christian McCaffrey. You traded the world for him, and like 
he got as much looks as Kyle Juszczyk. Like Kyle Juszczyk was getting focused more on the offense at one point than McCaffrey. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I, it's crazy, man. Like, Ayuk, yeah. Ayuk, Ayuk wasn't used enough in my opinion. Like he had moments, but it's not like, and Purdy wasn't bad. I, I, I don't know how anybody can watch Purdy and say, oh, he destroyed the 49ers. He was running his ass off. He was yeah. scrambling, making plays. Like, I don't know, man. I, it's a problem with Kyle Shanahan because it's not like a one-off. Like he just, I don't know if it's a feel or I don't know if it's just, he just decides, fuck it, you know? I believe in this system. I believe in my calling. I can do whatever I want. But like, yeah, man, Christian McCaffrey, you you trade the world for him. He's took you this far. He's your bell cow player. He's your top player, in my opinion. Don't get cute. He's gashing the Chiefs at will. Somehow, even if at a running back screen, get him involved. Get him the ball. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Get him the ball. Same same with Debo. Get get him in the ball because he wasn't. He was somewhat invisible too. And he, I don't think he was a target that much. We see him, you know, run the ball here and there. He did make some plays here and there, but you don't give him enough. What the fuck are you doing, Shanahan? And, you know. And I agree with you. I didn't use him much, and he was good with you know convert uh, third downs this season as well. Him and Jennings, but you don't use him much at all. What? You know, and and we mentioned again, again with CMC trail all the asset for him. He's been good for us when you use him, but then you don't use him much until portion of the fourth quarter and over time. When did you fucking use it in all fucking game? It will be a different game, despite what happened on the punt fumble punt return, which is unfortunate. Despite Dream Drew Greenlaw injury, which it, with the, which it does hurt. Despite that. Moody got his uh, extra point block, despise that hurts too. But this, his play calling, Kyle Shanahan's shitty ass play calling, hurt us more than any I just mentioned. Yeah, and it's it's just crazy to me. Like, I don't know. It's a problem with Kyle Shanahan. Like throughout, like we talked about it with the Falcons, and even a couple of years ago with the with the 49ers, he just completely just brain farted in the fourth quarter last time too. So it's serious. There's serious questions that you got to have if you're John Lynch and ownership. Of course, you're not going to fire him. I mean, of course no. not. You know, who are you going to get? Belichick, Brable? Like, no, you don't, don't, don't ruin what's good. But there's a serious conversation he's got to have with himself this offseason and just be like, hey. Maybe I need to have another voice. Like I can't just I, maybe just call alone. Especially he's going to lose uh, Kubiak to the Saints OC position. He was the passing coordinator. I think he's going to have to find a figure out and said, "Hey, I got to back off with this." Like you know, I got to have a second mind in the room to kind of be like, "Is this a good idea?" Because at this point, like nobody, I feel like nobody's challenging him in that room. I feel like it's his way or the highway, and it's kind of like, yeah, man, it it gets you only so far. But it's crazy. It's just you overthink things, and it's like it's it's not rocket science, you know? Yeah. It, uh, unbelievable. I, I I agree. He he needs to get a second. I, I remember someone mentioned it last year or a couple of years that he bring that second voice, you know, to or make or even he needs to step away, which is not going to happen. Step away of his play calling duties 
and let get a office coordinator. I wish we had Mike McDaniels <laughs> put him in the office coordinator and let him play call plays. Um, but that, I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Let it, 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 something needs to be done. Something needs to be done because this this happened the second time Shan, under head coach Shanahan, two thousand twenty. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, people play on, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo will play shitty in the fourth quarter, but that's not all his fault. That's on Shanahan with his shitty play calling. You, you abandoned the one when in the ball at that time, and you do it again in this game. Want to make it too good because he had like, because he's a he's great in all, on the offensive game and on the system, but man, sometimes, a lot of times, he's get too cute. Saying, oh, you know, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to just. For a uh, winning the ball, especially the best winning back, even though the best winning back in the league, I'm going to have my quarterback, trust my quarterback to pass the ball. It's great you trust the quarterback, but you need to coach smart, and he's not coaching smart at all. And I, I, I honestly, honestly, I'm so f- pissed off. I even messaged a couple of my friends and someone on Instagram that I, I want Shanahan fired, but, 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 Who's gonna be his replacement if we fire him? Yeah, good thing going, but something. But at the end of the day, I I agree. We need a second voice. We need someone. Like, look at you know this this is this has happened again the second time, and it's so hard to reach the Super Bowl. We know this. I know this. You know this. Everyone knows three straight NFC championship, and it's so hard to go make even reach that conference championship three straight years. I don't know that they're gonna reach again next year. And Drew Gillard, who's most likely out for next season because he tore the uh, what you call it, 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 it I can't it, 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 yeah, which is unfortunate. I, it's, it's yeah, you're right, you're right because the window you're gonna have to pay Purdy some decent money. He's in what year two of the year of his fourth year contract. Pretty soon there's gonna be contract negotiations. It's gonna be a lot of hungry guys, you know, like. You can only get so far with the salary cap and like you can only keep getting these many chances to try to hit gold. And I really thought this was it. Like this was the year that you guys were going to win. And I felt like and that this was where it got frustrating. You guys should have been up so much more in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ayuk missed throw like he had Ayuk on a touchdown, a throw. He missed it. It's just the settling for a field goal like. You guys should have had. You had Mahomes. You intercepted Mahomes in midfield, and no points came out of it. Like, I we talk great about Trent Williams, but he got worked a little bit this game. He showed a little bit of rust. He's old, but you know he's been dominant. But get a little bit of work. But you know what, though, as a coordinator, as as a signal caller, you got to realize, hey, if there's a weak link, if there's a little bit of a, a leakage in the O line, have use check. Have a second tight end help him. You know what I mean? Like you got to adjust. Yeah. You got to. You can't just come into the game and just said, "Fuck it, I trust these guys. I'm not going to adjust. Just lay it on them." No, you're being paid good money to fucking adjust on the fly. And I feel like that second half, Spagnolo, the defensive corner for the Chiefs, he got him. Like he got Shanahan. Like Chris Jones, Karloftis, even Trent McDuffie was getting coming in like on cornerback blitzes. Like they were getting creative, and I felt like Shanahan didn't adjust. Didn't have an answer. And going back to that initial point, you guys outplayed the Chiefs in the first half. There's no Chief fan that could tell you that, that this this should have been a two-score game. 
there's so many missed opportunities and that that came out to bite bite him in the ass at the end of the day yeah the well, the one you mentioned a while ago uh that that Brock pretty missed the IU wide open touchdown that the reason why because Chris Jones got yeah. in. if he didn't get in that that's the touchdown right there it's just the poor protection on the O line. I don't know. It's the probably the center, or I don't know where Chris. They have Chris. I don't think they move Chris Jones at all. Because remember, I mentioned I mentioned yesterday on the podcast they may move him to the right side uh, because they, I mentioned that our <laughs> right tackle has been not that good. And I don't think they have moved him at all, at all, if I remember correctly. You remember if they moved him? No, I think they kept him, right? I forgot his name, but they kept him, I think, throughout. Now, they had the second tight end camp. I think he had the big hold, like the backup to Kittle when Kittle was down. Oh, yeah. But really? um, I think it was Willis. Well, they called a penalty on Willis of that hold. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, um, man, then. When I was open for the touchdown, but it's Chris Jones that crazy yeah. Chris, you know he's a beast. That, that, that's not he's a beast. Uh, but he he went he went in there, he went in there, and, and Purdy has no time. Um, if 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 they have time, that would mean a touchdown. Might be a might, might win the game if anything, maybe, which is a big maybe. But um, but yeah, but back on Cowshin, it's. He he just does not fucking learn at all from his day. Despite that Dane Queen was a head coach in the Falcons, but he's an offensive coordinator. I kind of will not. Yeah, his pick on was Herb then, but I kind of don't count. But I count him him as a head coach because he doesn't have an offensive coordinator with him as a pick on. This is him play, making play calls. He has not learned from 2020 and, and still can improve it today. And I feel, I feel bad because he's a great coordinator. Like he, he calls good games a lot of the time. It's just these big moments, like these big things. He just second guesses himself, and I feel bad the most because his dad, Mike Shanahan, was probably watching in the stands, being like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. run the ball!" Like we told, we he was he was his coordinator. He was his offensive coordinator when Washington. Like he learned under him, of course. Like this is his son. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, run the ball. Like, what are we doing? I don't have Purdy start throwing like this, especially on third and convertible, you know, downs. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, Phil. Like, I just think Shanahan's going to live by that blade and die by that blade. I don't think there's any way that he's going to allow Lynch or whoever to bring somebody in and just said, maybe his dad, maybe his dad, if that's even a possibility, maybe he... He's an advisor and just says, hey, this is what you did right. This is what you did wrong. And I don't want to say it's just one man because the players have to execute. I don't want to let players off the hook. Special teams is awful for you guys outside of yeah. the Moody and the punter. You know, that's I'm not going to blame Shanahan on a, an unfortunate bounce. Yeah. But, you know, Debo leaves the game. And like, you got to adjust. Kittle leaves the game. You have to adjust. Like... It sucks to lose your star players, and Jennings was outstanding. You know, I don't know if they expected him to to play as great as he did, but I think what you guys need, I think this is something you're gonna look for the offseason. I think you guys really need like a burner, 
like a guy who can like run down the field and like really start to open things up. Not to say Purdy has like a shotgun arm. I'm not saying he can like bomb it like 80 yards, 90 yards or whatever. But I think you guys need like one more speed guy. I think that would make a difference because I think you guys, not to say you play lethargic offensively, but there's no real like burst. Debo can do it at times. And Ayuk, Ayuk is not a slouch either. Well, I'm talking like that shifty player, like whether it's a running back or McCaffrey's fast. Of course he's shifty, but I mean like just that, that burner. Like I think that's something that he's got to look for. With, with speed, yeah, that when I have been not have that since uh, what's his name, Marquise Goodwin, who has speed uh, once upon a time, and I agree, we need a speedster wide receiver to for in case you know to open up um the field. Um, we haven't had that for quite some time since, like I said, Mark, I think it was Marquise Goodwin, 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 Goodwin. yeah, Goodwin. Yep. Yeah, he. That's the only speed. That's the last time he had that speedster, and that's under a different head coach. I believe Jim Harbor or John ha- Jim uh, Jim Harbor coaching for the team. Yep. Uh, I agree with that, and the special team. It's you know it's critical. I I mean and, and you know what? I, I'll talk a little bit more on the special team in a bit, but let's. I'm gonna talk about you mentioned. You see, that's, that's another issue with Shanahan. Every time when someone get injured, Debo, Christian McCarthy, even Trent Williams or George Kittle, he does not. He it's like he has a game a game plan. It could be in all times. Most of the time, he has good game plan. But when someone get hurt, it's like he I don't know. Well, he's like he panic or something. He doesn't adjust. And that's the issue with him. He doesn't just, especially when someone got injured, got hurt. Debo got hurt for a bit. He didn't come back in. Same with George Kittle. This is what happened in the Browns game when Trent Williams got hurt. Same with Christian McCaffrey. I believe, or Debo, actually. Debo, I'm not sure. I can't remember if Christian McCaffrey got hurt in the Browns game. Despite that Mooley missed that field goal, but Shanahan does not adjust it when someone got hurt. You need to fucking adjust it. I, I know you can't plan it with the injury. Injuries unpredictable unfortunately for any any sports not just football but you gotta adjust it just in case you gotta have a like an emergency adjustment that's make him become a great coach if you make some adjustment and he doesn't do that injuries happens in the sport any sports and he does not do that and I, I feel like when it was 10-3 Niners, like what was that? That was the score, I believe, going into the half. I kind of felt like he just took he just took his foot off the wheel, like he was off the pedal, and he was kind of just coasting it. Like they look so lethargic coming out of the second half. Like nothing, no trick play, you know, no real like wow moment. You know, it's just they were just playing as if they were leading and they were just comfortable doing it. Against the Chiefs, against Mahomes, you've got to pour it on them when they're talking to each other. You had Chris Jones yelling, like telling the defense to get together. You had talking amongst themselves. You had Kelsey bump into Andy Reid, telling him he was he wanted to be on that field. You gotta put the you gotta put the dagger in the fucking heart. Like yep. you can't dick around. Like you can't just throw points off the board. Don't just be satisfied being on the lead. Like you got to put it on them. 
put it two score game, make them sweat, make them pressured. And they just, they just let the chiefs come right back in. And again, you can't, the special teams was the real momentum shifter. Like that's just a bad break, but it was 10, 10. And it's just like, yeah, there, the urgency, I felt like that second half, that was, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they're watching the usher halftime. I don't know what happened, but yeah, man, that the energy, the, the energy just, it wasn't there. And credit to you guys. You went to overtime and you guys got the field goal. You guys tried, you know, but I, man, it's just, and that's the other thing too. I think the defense was getting worn out. Like, can yeah. you not take a timeout? Like, is there, you have three timeouts in overtime. Like, is there no way to just give them a breather and just be like, relax? You know, yeah. I felt like Mahomes was just converting at will. And that fourth down call, like the fourth and one, you knew Mahomes wasn't taking the ball out of his hands. Like, how is there not a linebacker like QB spying? How is that not an option? He's not passing that to Kelsey. He's going to run it. It was, yeah, that, that, there's, there's so much. And that's maybe want more Wilkes and Shanahan, but. That one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man. That's, that's rough. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Right. Right. You, you good, man. You good. Okay. Uh, Wilkes, you, like, I, like I said earlier in this episode, the most part, he was doing a good job. But, like, but you are right. Uh, you know, Mahomes got used his leg. I seen it before in 2020 when they won the Super Bowl. He used his leg to extend plays, making plays, and he does that. Why don't you have your linebackers do a quarterback spy? That's beyond me. That's that one's on Wilkes. And I know one of them, uh, before the that winning drive, um, that before they scored that when they were, I forgot where they're at, but um. Shanahan called a timeout. He doesn't like what he saw in the defense at all. And then again, here we go again. And they got first down anyways, regardless. Um, and they move in and as we got that winning touchdown. The special team, I just, I mean, I, I, what the hell happened? I honestly, I feel, I feel like if you if just let the ball drop. Um, sometimes you gotta let things. You know what? We may not be, we might be in a poor field position. I'd rather have to be in a poor field position than something happen like a turnover. What happened in the special team? Just let the ball bounce. Just have the, the Luther move out of the way. And so it may not happen again. Just clear out because the, the, the defend, the, the, the chief special team is right there. You're not going to be able to return the ball. Just let the ball bounce. If it's go to the three yard line, five yard line, I'd rather have that than. What just happened? The, the ball hit the heel on the corner, which is his name is Luther. His heel, then, but you leave the turnover for put the Chiefs in a good position to score a touchdown, which they did. I just let the ball bounce. What do you think? No, you're right. And it comes down to awareness on that play. Like, of course, it's a bad bounce and everything, but you, half your job as a blocker there, regardless if you're a rookie or not, you get taught all the way from, from preseason and training camp is to know where the ball's at. Of course, you want to block. And of course, you want to try to set up you know, your return to make a good play. But, you know, you got to be aware. You got to be aware of where the situation's at. And if you're Ray Ray McLeod, don't pick up the ball. Kick the fucking ball out of bounds. That's just as yep. good. 
yeah. or jump on jump on it. Like I, I think he yeah. missed. I think he tried to do it, mm-hmm. but don't pick up the ball. Do whatever. Do whatever it takes. Just make sure Kansas City doesn't get it because it was 10 3 Niners and the Chiefs are reeling. Like they couldn't figure out anything on offense. They get the gift of all gifts and then the next play is a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like it's awareness. It's it's awareness on that play. It's yeah. you wish the ret- it's not all on, on McLeod, but you wish he would have just maybe just pat the ball, like knocked the ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to just grab it. Just yeah. whatever you whatever you can to make sure the Chiefs don't get that ball, because he yeah. saw that it hit the heel of, you know, your 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 blocker. But like, you just the awareness, man. That's that's coaching. That's it's execution. It's, it's players. It's player execution first. But mm-hmm. it's also coaching. You got to tell these guys like, hey, this is simple shit. Like, don't don't get lost in the moment. You know, it's a big stage, but do your job. You know what I mean? I I agree. It's it's just a poor awareness with that situation. And I agree. You should just kick the ball. Kick, just pretend you play soccer or something. Play kickball or something. Kick the freaking ball. Uh, it's better than have the Chiefs recover the ball and be in a better field position. Just kick the damn fucking ball. Um, and I like the cloud. He was decent with us the last two years. Uh, the last two two. Two and a half years. I can't remember how many years now with him uh, as a kick returner. But in that situation, especially in a ported game like this one, if there is something and you saw that someone at the ball hit his heel, just, just kick the ball. Just kick the ball. Make sure don't don't try to pick it up or anything. Just kick kick the fucking ball to out of bounds. So make sure the Chiefs don't get the fucking ball. Um, I just that that's a bad break right there. Um, you know, um, it's it's fucking frustrating. My my heart is fucking broken right now. Uh, it's probably gonna give me a few days or longer, really, uh, to recover. It's I'm I'm gonna give it a win. The and I know Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl MVP because you usually give it to the quarterback. Uh, Super Bowl MVP. I think the real Super Bowl MVP is Taylor Swift. <laughs> but she didn't get engaged. Travis Kelsey didn't pop the question, so she came all the oh, way from got- Japan. She, she came all the way from Japan, thinking, "Oh my god, oh my god." She got a good game, but like Travis Kelsey, he wasn't even like that great in this game. He made a few first down grabs. He had that. He was good in the overtime. He was good in overtime. I can't take that oh, away yeah. from him. Yeah. But it wasn't like he got the game-winning touchdown. That was McCall Hardman, which is – that's a whole other – you already saw me rant on that. But... Oh, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. It's uh... a mess. That's a mess. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. my team. That's my team's bad. My team fucked your team over with that one. <laughs> I, I think I think Hardman – I mean, after I, I – so I want to say jinx. After I went, I predicted the chance of Super Bowl. I did apologize yesterday on the podcast. I guess that's what I get for it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's payback. How, how, how ironic, isn't it? <laughs> go, go ahead. The funny part with that, and I mentioned this on Hard Knocks because the Jets were the Hard Knocks team this year and the, before the season. We had Michael Hardman. We signed him. We're thinking, oh my God, we got a chief player. He's got speed, jet sweep, you know, bubble screen. Like we can get creative. He didn't get a chance. Randall Cobb, fucking. 
fucking ancient body Randall Cobb like can't do shit. He gets snaps over Hardman. Hardman on the hard knocks prior to the season, he said he envisions him getting a game winning score against the 49ers and Super Bowl for the Jets. And wow. of course, of course, it doesn't happen for the Jets. You know, it happens for the Chiefs. But I'm just like, yeah, man, I, the Jets are a joke. So at least if there's any if there's any kind of happiness I can give to you, Phil, it's at least you're not the Jets. At least the 49ers are a respectable organization. You got a chance to win. You made the Super Bowl. I would kill to even see my team in the Super Bowl. So it could be much worse for you guys. I know it's a back-breaking loss to lose an overtime like that. I think you guys outplayed the Chiefs for definitely the first half, for sure. Portions of the second half, maybe even. And it sucks because that could have gone either way. And I really felt like the Chiefs, they're not that great. Like, I'll be honest. Like, were you impressed watching the Chiefs this game? No. No. Mahomes, individually Mahomes maybe. And the defense, the defense, the front, Kaloftis and Jones, of course they were great. But as a collective unit, like – you guys got their ass interior in, in in the trenches. You guys were getting the better of them when it was your defense against their offense. Pacheco couldn't do anything. Mahomes on the first half looked invisible, and it's it sucks because it, you don't feel like as a fan like that you lost to the the much superior team, but the scoreboard says otherwise. So it's bittersweet. Yeah, uh, and you know, I believe I said this on the podcast last week. I was worried about the one defense, but our one defense hasn't been good, especially against the Lions and the MC Championship. But the one, even though the, uh, we met, like mentioned earlier uh, today and yesterday on the podcast, don't uh, Tony, don't the guard, the Chiefs guard who's out with the injury was a big factor, which improves it. Do a good job, stuff the one Piazzo then. I, I, I forgot to say, actually, Potato Man. Remember, I said yesterday, I'm going to call him Potato Man. <laughs> <laughs> Can go nowhere, get nowhere. And Rob Mahomes, being Mahomes, the Chiefs defense, especially Chris Jones and Cough, being gray and all, but not the greatest, but they did get the job done. Um, the Chiefs did get the job done. So, I, you know, I. You know, congratulations, Chiefs fans. Your team won another Super Bowl back to back. I I could go on and say this is fucking script because I'm Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know what? Maybe Carl Shannon has worked for Taylor Swift, and that's why we lost because it's shitty ass play calling. <laughs> I bet a fucking kindergarten can make better play calling than even a kindergarten can say, "Run the ball, run the ball, give it the run it back." I bet you do. Uh, you even that kindergarten would know it. He or she. Fucking Kyle Shanahan. And here, here comes my fence more. Fucking Kyle Shanahan. This is your second chance as a head coach. As a head coach to make this right in the Super Bowl. And your shit play calling come back down. Yeah, it's not, not all your fault because the special team being idiots. I just say that for and say that special team and a little bit with, with Wilkes with the adjustment, but Shanahan, you didn't make any adjustment in the second half. Where's the fucking adjustment? The same shit in the first half. Basically, I told you you get you you didn't give the ball a little bit more to Christian McCarthy until the fucking overtime. 
And what sucks, what sucks with, with the 49ers, and I think a lot of the time this also hurt, was they had holding calls and like all these mistakes, like it set up second and long, third and long. There was a couple first downs that they got. I think there was one really nice play to Kittle where Purdue was scrambling around, but that was the Trent Williams hold. I think like the 49ers kind of got it in their own way. And you know, credit credit to Kansas City for putting the pressure to make those calls happen. But there was at least three off the top of my head, three occurrences where penalties ultimately made it a long distance drive. Like, you know, like the third, I think it was like second and 20, and they're running with McCaffrey, which which is which is crazy. But um yeah, I think the penalties also like they were good calls, like they're fair calls. You know, oh, it's yeah. not like, they're not like trash calls or anything. I was, I, I'll be honest with you. I was wor- a little bit worried about the refs because, you know, this is the same refs for the game on Super Bowl, uh, I forgot which Super Bowl, back in 2020 when we played against this. The same thing. This is the same refs, especially the, the lead ref, uh, Bill, whatever that shitty ass last name. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, the same, I, and they were, I, I'm not blaming the refs in that, that game, but they weren't that good either at the, that time. But this one, oh, they 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 missed calls here and there. They're, I know there's one call they missed with uh they, the uh, McDuff whole Debo. I don't know if you saw that. It was the second drive of the 49ers. Um, and after the Niners defense got the three, I believe it was three and out. When she, after, you know, the fumble from CMC, that second drive, we were... I think it was no. I think it was the third drive. I, I can't remember. Um, but there's one he passed to Debo. Probably passed to Debo. McDuff is on him, but there was a hole on his arm under his arm. That was a hold. Got lucky. That should be a a hole. Would that be a a big penalty? But they missed that one. Uh, but other than that, they missed some calls here and there. But I thought the rest were pretty good major of the game nine maybe 95 percent of the of the game no and you, you're right that's the that's what you can act that's what you ask for that's what all you can ask for as a fan is just make sure the refs don't completely ruin the game and i thought it was i thought they did a fine job honestly like the holding calls are, are holding calls like those are like legitimate like i i actually think if anything i think Ayuk got away with the hold on the debo oh, yeah. run around yeah, I, I think that was surprised they didn't call that. Yeah, like, like, like I said, there were some missed calls. There's one, uh, the one with I mean, when that crazy play we mentioned earlier with with Chinny's pass to CMC to the touchdown. I didn't see that first, but when announcers say they missed the hold of one of the offensive line, Brendel at the starting center, and I saw that, like, oh, they did miss that call. So we got lucky there, because that wouldn't be counts as a touchdown if if they call that they missed that. So you know, um, but I, like I said, I think ninety five percent the refs do a pretty good job in that game. So I have no complaint about the referee. And that's all I'm asking about the officials. You know, don't don't make it lopsided. Don't make don't ruin the game. Period. You know, and they do pretty good. So you know, my hats up to the the referees in this game. Yeah, and I thought it was good. You know, you know, I got to ask you though. Uh, you know, as a fan though, Phil, how did you think about Tony Romo and Jim Nance today on the call? Part of me, I want to move that TV. <laughs> Part of me, I don't. Want to 
Uh, they, it doesn't make me scratch my head when they you know, call games, but uh, they can, it, can they have a better commentaries though? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he, he's okay, but uh, not, nothing. Yeah, uh, it's a little. Uh, I don't. Know. I just want to like meet the TV. Pretty much the entire game, but I'm like, nah, this is the Super Bowl. I, I'll I try to suck it up. <laughs> I, I I loved Romo like the first two years. Right. Like I thought he was great. He was breath of fresh air. He was calling signals and stuff before the play even happens. I can see how people get pissed at that. I can kind of see that. It's kind of like his smarty two shoes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Since he got the contract with CBS, he got that I think a contract contract extension. Oh, he was bad today. Like it's just too much. He doesn't let the moment breathe in. He's talking over Nats at times. Yeah. I think Nat Nance said it, the ball was short. On, like he said, oh, they didn't get it. And Romo said, yes, he did. I think that was the Kittle play. I think that's the one that Kittle reached out for. Yeah. I think and so. he's like, wait, what are you talking about? He reached out. And Nance said, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And yeah, I, I think Romo's problem is I think he just talks too much. I think yes. he's got a, he's, he's like on Ritalin. Like he's on like sugar. He's like, he had like five cups of coffee. He's like bouncing around. He's like, oh, oh, and he was talking about the overtime thing. Like, people at home don't realize this. You know, I got to understand that, you know, they're letting the clock run out because of this, you know. I'm like, dude, just let it, the play happen. Jesus Christ, man. I'm like, yeah. oh, I think that's yeah. his problem. That's yeah. him, though. That's that's him. That's that's what he he wants to do, so. That's, that's what happened. They extend him or overpay him, probably. <laughs> extend him and then he come back. What, what, after the first two years, he was great and all that. I see when he first take over, I, I, I was like, oh, he was pretty good. Uh, and then after CBS, I guess it was CBS Network, extend him or they like him, and it all went downhill. It's, it's kind of reminded me of... Uh, that one commentary who got just got fired from WWE, Kevin Patrick, kind of remind me of that. that oh, one, he was bad. He was bad. He, he was, was bad. He didn't belong. He didn't belong in the WWE as a commentator. No. 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 He was a good interviewer if you see it when he was in, I think, NXT. He was a good interviewer, but that's it. But they, they move him to a commentary, and the, the rest is history. Fish out of water. Yeah, pretty much, and and that's kind of with my note. On the Womo, I mean, ah, I wish they make some changes regarding the commentary. Um, like, I mean, what was the other guy named the announcer? Jim. Jim Nance. Jim Nance. He's he's okay, but he needs a better commentary. He needs a new partner, a better partner. And the, I think Nat. I think Nance is getting too old too. I kind of think, think like he's. Yeah, I think he's he's all right. Though. I'm listening. You're right, right though. When it was him and Phil Sims, when they were the tandem, before Phil Sims kind of lost it, it, they were decent. You're right. Maybe it's just they need like a a switch up. You know, I guess maybe maybe because Tom Brady's coming in to be Fox's number one guy. Maybe maybe they get Greg Olson. Maybe Greg Olson gets a sign on with CBS. I thought you were solid. I I like Greg Olson. Tom Brady was isn't he with Fox, right? Yeah, he signed that deal, but he won like a one-year hiatus away from football. Mm-hmm. But now that he's making the big money, Fox is like, "All right, you and Burkhart, bye bye, bye bye, Greg Olson." 
But um, yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with Tom Brady. Hopefully, he's good the commentary. <laughs> but yeah, what what do you think of the halftime? So, so I'm not a big Usher fan. Like I'm just not a big R and B fan. That's not a knock on him. So coming into this, I liked one of his songs my way. This was like '90s. This was fucking like. Remember on um, TRL Total Request Live back in MTV? Oh yeah. That's kind of, I remember that song, My Way. It's, that's a catchy song, but he didn't really play it. I think he played like a couple seconds of like the intro. I think it was fine for what it was. It was a nice dance. He's, he's got the dancing under Pat. It's pretty much what you would expect from Usher. You know, I didn't, th- I didn't think it was otherworldly. Like, I didn't think like it belonged on this type of stage. But I also I can't knock the talent. Like he can sing. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I thought it was good. He had everybody out there. Kanye West. Yeah. Crazy. He had Alicia Keys, Little John, mm-hmm. Ludacris. He had everybody out there. Um what I mentioned on the boards, it's kind of funny. Every single year you got the crazy conspiracy theorists talking satanic rituals and Illuminati. And I'm gonna I can't wait to see tomorrow the reaction. But I thought it was cool. Usher, Usher said, "You know, thank you, God, for giving me another chance. You know, my career." I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. It's not, the music is whatever. It's not for me. Right. But it, I got something. Nice dance moves and like there's energy. It's not like he's just sitting there playing a little guitar and shit. Like trying. It's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm not crazy about his. I, I, I like a couple, maybe a couple of his songs, if I remember correctly. Um, I thought the halftime show was solid. Um, I have really no complaint. I mean, everyone has a different taste of music, so it's depending on the audience, the listeners, whatever of the taste of music. Because you know, I, I listen to almost I like almost all kind of music except for country and classic. <laughs> country, I just hit someone with the guitar or something. <laughs> like, like Jeff Cherry and the Honky Talk Man, something like that. <laughs> and Cassie would put me to fucking sleep. So that's that's not my kind of thing. And I like, you know, so I do like maybe some R&Bs or anything like that, some hip hop or whatever. But, but I should perform. I thought it was solid. But I, my mom called me after, right after that halftime performance, before Dirt Quarter started, she called me and, and you know, she doesn't like the halftime performance, especially him, him take off the shirt. <laughs> that was that was silly. That was silly. I'm like, what? Yeah, I like, eh, I like, it is, it is, you know. And uh, I got to hear from mom tomorrow because we make a bet on the on the game. Like, you, you know, what's funny though when you mention that, Phil. It's like 20 years ago. Remember the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction where Justin oh, Timberlake yeah. ripped her shirt off and you got like the the you know the the boob with the um thing that was covering the you know the whatever the nipple and everything mm-hmm. that made such a big deal but now we've gotten to the point where Usher could just fuck it he could just rip off his shirt be half <laughs> naked and just go dancing around I'm like double standards no no it's all right yeah go yeah Double standard. Right yeah. What's going on? Like we can't have we can't have hot women like half naked, but the men can just rip off whatever and just be like fuck it. You're like what? Do, like come on. Like really? I'm not even like I'm not like a Karen about this either. I don't care. You know, I go to the beach. You see half naked men, half naked women. It's like whatever. But I'm like we're making a big deal about the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. But 
Usher just fucking rips off his thing and just starts fucking dancing. And he just puts on like three different outfits over time. I'm like, where's where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? No, no outrage. You're right. You're right. And I'm sure if someone listens to this right now and here it is, they're probably some of them probably probably say, Oh, you're such a Karen. Uh you're <laughs> Boomer or whatever, uh, whatever they now in today's generation use these terms. By the way, Karen Boomer and I think isn't there like one more? But whatever. Uh, and you know, Chad Jackson. I mean, come on. Same thing if you think about it. Same thing. And he and this one, he took off his whole shirt. Yeah, dude, and he's ripped. He's ripped. Listen, it's not like this is this is. He did it because the women like it. And he knows what he's doing. He's like, he probably knew, like, yeah, this that's the moneymaker. Fuck it. I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably yeah. told CBS, he said, don't, not, don't fucking censor this, man. I'm going to do it for like 10, 15 seconds. Don't worry. I got this. Yeah, that's just a, such a fucking double standard and shit. But well, what are your thoughts on the Super Bowl commercials? I made a joke. You know what? I made a joke that um, they had Dan Marino like on like three different commercials and Tom Brady on three different commercials. I said Dan Marino and Tom Brady are going to have like a face off to see who's more obnoxiously going to be on more commercials this year. I said Dan Marino, that's the closest thing you're ever going to have to a Super Bowl. That's straight up. And Tom Brady, he was on the Jennifer Lopez one. He was on another one. I'm like, get the fuck off the TV. You're not in the Super Bowl this time, buddy. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So was, he has to be on that. And yet you saw the Rob Gronkowski. I felt so bad. He tried to get that kick in the beginning. He probably spent months working on that shit, and he just fucking hooked it. I was like, ooh. Yeah, you know what? The commercials, I think you called it. You said Deadpool 3 was going to be there, and that was like the one of the first things shown, Deadpool 3. I was like, goddamn. My guy Phil, <laughs> he called that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and they showed the other trailer, the boy, um, the one of the plan, the new Planet of the Apes movie. Uh, which yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy about the Planet of the Apes movie. Not, not, not. I have nothing against the monkeys. Okay, I want to be clear. Like, oh, he hates monkeys, or he hates no, no, no. I, I have nothing against these cool animals. You know, let's face it, this is just a movie with the talking apes, but. I'm just not crazy about. The, I love science fiction movies. I like, but um, sci-fi not all science fiction movies, but I do love science fiction movies, fantasy type of movies. But I just can't get into that plan that each movie. But they did show the trailer of that Deadpool three. Oh, I'm blocking. I can't wait when it come out in July with you know with Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine for one more time. One more time. Uh, I'm looking forward to that movie. Um. And back to the you know the Super Bowl commercial. There's one with Mr. T. Mr. T. I haven't seen him since the that famous speech he had in the Hall of Fame. We talked about his mom almost thirty minutes. You <laughs> 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 remember that? <laughs> yeah, he was going crazy with that. Yeah, my <laughs> even my even I was talk, me and my mom was talking about Mr. T just the other day. You know, because she she watched his speech in the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, that day, she was with me. Uh, you know, he talked about his mom almost the whole thirty, almost thirty minutes of it, <laughs> and people, you know, he didn't even talk about his, you know, his spirit, uh, you know, WrestleMania one, WrestleMania two, you know, wrestling. Just 
talk about his mom. I mean, you know, he loved his mom, but man, the whole entire tournaments, and then there he is, speech and again, pity the fool. One of my favorite quotes by him, by the way, pity the fool. I pity the fool, just like I'm pity the fool with fucking Kyle Shanahan right now. Bitch. Commercial-wise, I thought the Arnold Schwarzenegger one was funny with State Farm. Oh, yeah, I thought that was good. I, thought, I enjoyed that. That was that was funny. Yeah. They mispronouncing the the word. I forget the word. Um, what uh, neighbor, neighbor? Whatever. Okay. No, neighbor. Neighbor. No neighbor. He's go. She's going into labor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was my man, Danny DeVito. He's. I get my revenge on you. You know. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, there was a couple. I thought the the Aubrey Plaza one with that. I forget. I think it was Mountain Dew. You, she's oh. you can't you can't lose with her. Like she's right. beloved. Like she does no wrong. She, she's attractive, and you know that's that's a good commercial. And um, so probably the worst one. I yeah, listen. I'm I don't want to be unreligious or anti-religious. The Jesus Christ one. Like what is that doing on football? I want to watch football. I don't want to be talked about. Like they did this last year too. I'm like, dude. Like, unless it's Tim Tebow, like telling you about this. At least there's some sort of like link to football. I'm like, you talking about feet? Like dude, we were talking about then the PW boards. Like he's like w- walking over feet or washing feet. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. I'm like, what is? And then they say, Jesus Christ, it's him. I'm like, what is this Sunday school? Like, what is this? Is, is this football or is this like Sunday school? Like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I know. Like, get this off. Get this. Get this off TV. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. I mean, I like I say, I, I'm. I don't want to be. I usually try to avoid religious stuff because it can cause conflict more so than the politics. Politics. Mm-hmm. I, I try to avoid religious at all times. People have different beliefs, you know. Whether you're a Christian, Catholic, Buddhist, um, whether religious Jews, nothing against them or anything. Like, but that comma show, it's just what's the word? It doesn't belong. It doesn't belong. I'm like, yeah. is it? It's football. Like not, we don't want to watch fucking football. We don't want to be talked about like religion. Like I know what Jesus Christ is. I know how to Google, like yeah. everything. Like shit, it's like it just feels so condescending. I don't know if they mean it that way, but it kind of feels like in your face, like power to Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, if I want to be enlightened by Christ, I go to church. You know what I mean? Like I'll go to yeah. church. I go to Sunday mass and do that. You know, there's a time and place for it. I feel it's kind of insulting. I mean, I am Catholic, but and again, they don't mean it like this. But it is a little bit like you're talking about Jesus Christ in a commercialized like thing, like during the Super Bowl with all the ads and everything. It's just it's time and place. That this wasn't it. I, yeah, I thought it was out of place. If if they were showing a commercial that's not on the Super Bowl, it may not be too bad, like at all. But what do you think? Yeah, and if there was like a football, like Tim Tebow was like a devote. Christian, like if he was talking to you about this, at least it makes sense, or at least, or maybe you have like players around the league talk about Christ or talking about like religion. 
then it makes sense. Like at least it's a link. But this that had nothing to do with football. I'm like, what is what is this? Like, why is this here? It feels like an infomercial. Like it feels. I'm like, no, I don't belong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, and we talk about Super Bowl commercial. I'm unless I missed it. Unless I missed it, which is possible. I'm surprised I didn't see any Doritos or Bud Light or any beer commercials. Have you seen any of the new beer commercial, Bud Light, Budweiser, or Doritos commercial? I mean, like, you have no, past? I think the only alcohol was the Messi. You know, the one I think they were giving Messi the drink. Remember that? Like, the cute girl was giving Messi the drink and he was playing soccer in Miami. I forget the brand name, but that was a good commercial. That was a decent commercial. I think I missed but, that one. But yeah, you're right. I think they really want to like make sure nobody's drinking and driving like what we talked about. Yep. Hopefully, knock on wood, we don't have any crazy stuff. But I think I think and you're right, Doritos, right? They didn't have Doritos. That's like a staple. That's always been a staple yep. in like these. And they had a bunch of these new soda stuff, like the one with the ice spice or whatever, whatever her name is frizzy or something like that i don't know like there was another there was like two commercials with like these new soda that's not coca-cola or whatever i'm like when the fuck did coca-cola and pepsi not want to get involved in these super bowl i'm like what is this that that's surprising because usually we've seen pepsi commercials the beer uh especially bud light budweiser especially like you mentioned doritos the main one staple one we haven't seen that this year at all. all right, how about the other one? Um, Eminem commercial. You haven't seen that. Yeah, I think that they, they had an Eminem one with um Dan Marino, but that was like beginning, like like that was like a 30 second, like that was barely there. I missed that. But you would you would think though they would have more junk food like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually impressed. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe somebody told the NFL like, hey, like let's Americans are fat already. Like, chill out with like the the, the, so gou- the gouge food and like the beer and like shit. Maybe we have like an international like watch media. Like, they don't want people to see Americans as like slobs. Oh, that that's <laughs> just insulting, man. <laughs> I know junk food's not good for you. Same with alcohol and sodas, but man, come on. <laughs> that's just. Kind of hit, that's hilarious if you think about it, but come <laughs> on, man. Oh, Vern, Vern, like, a, you know what? People eat too much junk food, potato chips, or candies, or drink too much alcohol or soda. And I'm a soda holic, I will admit. I'm, I love drinking sodas. I'm a soda holic. I, I just drink two of them today uh, one uh, Pepsi cereal and other Coke cereal. Uh, I'm a soda holic, and I, you know what? We gotta stop. No, it's good. It's good. Soda, soda's good. Soda's good in moderation. You know, as long as you can kind of control like how much you're drinking, you're fine. You know what I mean? It's not like it's it's complete and total acid. Like I, I'm far from perfect too. Like I'm not on some high horse too. But yeah, it's weird. It's a good call by you that like they really like notched down on like the junk food and like stuff you would think you're eating at a party like you're eating stuff at a party you would think that it's going to be showcased and no instead we get robert kennedy like ads about him <laughs> trying to be like a fucking like candidate or whatever mm-hmm. like somewhere aaron Rodgers, like peru is like high off his ass saying fuck yeah that's my guy fuck yeah 
he said that's my commercial you know <laughs> it's crazy yeah. I, it's very weird you had the jesus christ one you had the robert kennedy ad there was this timu they had like three commercials about this timu this app I'm like, what is this? It has like a cute little jingle. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck. It's like a shopping thing. It's like it's like the new GoDaddy. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know? Yeah, there, there's some weird commercial this year. Some good ones, some good ones, some bad ones. I don't know what my mom's boyfriend will think about the commercial because he thought, which we both talked about this yesterday, which I do agree with. Man, I don't really agree with him, by the way. But the Super Bowl commercial hasn't been good for the last few years. This year. Not too bad, not too bad. Better than last year. I, I don't, I don't know if I recall. I like any of the Super Bowl commercial last year. Um, this year was not too bad. Um, how do you rate the Super Bowl commercials out of ten as the best? I'd say like a six. Like I don't think there's anything that like really like laugh out loud. Like really, really like got me. Like, but I also don't think there was anything like cringe outside of what I mentioned. Like, there's nothing like ugh. I thought the cat one that that the which we call the mayonnaise. Meow, meow. That's pretty like good. The one they were talking. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought that was a little too much. Like I'm a cat lover, right. so I was kind of hoping, but it was you know, I was like they they overkilled it. Like they were starting to talk about like, oh my god, it's selling like hotcakes, and then I had Pete Davidson. Of course, he has to be in a Super Bowl ad, you know. I thought it was all right. I thought I thought I think the thing with with the ads, Super Bowl ads, is they they kind of tug on the hearts when it comes to animals and when it comes to celebrities. And if you're like me, where you just don't follow celebrities like that, like you don't like worship the ground that they step on, it kind of just goes over your head. So when you see Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, you kind of just be like, okay, I've already seen this. And I kind of feel like they're probably going to break up, you know, within like two years. So this commercial is not going to age well, you know. Yeah. Knock on wood, hopefully not. But I'm just, you know. But I just feel like if you're not like caught up in like TMZ and E and like all these other stuff, like you just these celebrities are just whatever, you know, they come in and just like, all right, cool. You know, just move on. Let me let me just get the game. I was kind of like at that point. Sometimes I was just like, okay, yeah. commercials, all right. But let me just get back. Get me back to the game. Back to the game. Yeah, I hear you. Same, same here. Again. Same. We're talking about chunk food. I'm getting chunk food right now. Getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> so beat that NFL or whoever is that. You know, don't know much commercial with chunk food. So I'm gonna eat chunk food after this podcast. So here's my middle finger. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Let's give CBS some credit, though. We 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 were ready to bash them for how much they're going to feature Taylor Swift, and they still showed her. Like they had the fucking Michael Harmon, the big grab, not the touchdown one, but the one that he got the big grab. Like they showed Taylor Swift jumping up and down. I'm like, what does this have to do with her? Yeah. Michael Harmon caught it, not Travis Kelsey. But they they were very good with Taylor Swift. I was expecting worse. Oh, you should see Facebook earlier today before the game. Oh my God, it was left and right. Um, oh, she has arrived to the game. All right, every single like CNN Facebook page, uh, NBC News Facebook page, uh, NFL on CBS Facebook page, left and right. Oh, I don't know. I think I see 15, 20 of them or so. But uh, coverage was Taylor so I, you know, I post a comment say, just delete your account. Delete your fucking account and tag them uh, to the media. I mean, this is it's it was worse than the 
TV, and I thought the TV was gonna get a whole lot worse than the I see on Facebook. But no, the TV, the CBS, even though they still show her, like you know, like you mentioned, I don't understand why they show her when Harmon throw score that winning touchdown because it was a Chelsea, her man score that touchdown. You know, that's really not necessary, but whatever. But the most part, CBS, they, they didn't show much coverage. So I, I, you know, thumbs up. That's all I want. I want to watch football or anything like that. Just not much of coverage. Facebook, the media from the Facebook. Yeah, fuck you, by the way. Fuck you, MC, NBC News, NFLs on CBS, CNN, Facebook page, whatever. Fuck all you for covering her before the game start. Over and over and over. Oh my god, that's such. I, I was so annoyed <laughs> before the game start. <sighs> that's why I, I told you, man. I said I, I, I come in when the game starts. Get me the national anthem. I can watch that. I said anything before this. They do like this whole five hour like spiel about prop bets and how the X factors and like all this stuff. And we talk about like the the jerseys, the color of the jerseys, the history of the team. I'm like, get the fuck to the game. I'm not watching this shit. I'm not watching the guys come out to like a red carpet and like fucking like put the suits on and play. And I sound like a fucking old fart, but I'm like, I think I think a lot of the people are just fed up with the whole Taylor Swift thing. And I think CBS kind of read the room and they're like, okay, we're gonna show her, but she's not gonna be shown like every ten seconds, like NBC was doing at one point, like. Yeah, I think they realize that the people that watch these games, yes, there's casual audience, yes, there's Swifties and whatever, whatever they're called, but there's also a lot of people that just want to watch football. Yeah, and I think they kind of CBS deserves some credit for not going overboard. Yeah, yeah, kudos to CBS. Um, so I give my props to them, you know, not overdoing it like we have seen the past, like all season, really. Um, but now. Before I give my final fit, and it's gonna be a lot fit regarding <laughs> what happened. You got any final say about regarding the game, the halftime show, the Super Bowl commercial, or anything like that? Well, I was wor- I was really worried about the game in the first half. I thought it was kind of a boring game. Maybe not for you because you're a fan. Like, of course, right. you got a rooting interest, but just as a person that doesn't have like a team in the race kind of just a slow game, kind of feeling each other out. And I think part of it has to do with with rust. I think it's a one week off. It's the big stage. People are kind of, you know, tenacious, like, they, you know, sorry, tentative, not tenacious, ten- tentative and afraid to make a mistake. But I thought from the fourth quarter and overtime, I don't know what it is that there's the urgency just picked up, but it was a much better game, the fourth and overtime. I thought, I thought it came on. I think it was good. And the fact that you get an overtime game where both teams get a chance, the new rules, I think they're great. But I think that whole thing about the clock, thankfully it didn't matter. But I feel like if the clock hits zero, that's it. Like it doesn't matter. Of course, somebody can like hog, you know, teammate that gets the ball. Like if you guys got the ball and you hog up for like nine minutes, okay, maybe there's an argument there. But I feel like as a defense, if you're on the field for that long, then you kind of, you don't really deserve a say in the matter. But um, overall, I thought it was a good game. Slow at first, but I know the result is garbage. It sucks that the Chiefs won again, 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 whatever. But I, I've seen worse. I felt like the worst that I've ever seen was that Panthers-Broncos beat down at MetLife. 
Mm-hmm. That was like a 48 to 10 beatdown. It's, it's a close game. Overtime. I can't complain. Did someone say on the board that, that the Chiefs got to blow the 49ers out? I, I can't remember. Didn't the kid say they got to blow them out? Someone. Probably someone. Kid, kid. Probably kid. He always, you know, you know him. <laughs> oh, he's, he's right. you know him. Yeah, he's what he's right. Winning that the Chiefs gonna win it because you know he's confident about that team. But I, I don't know. He, he's the one that say the blowout. He might be. It might be the one. There might be someone else uh, too. But uh, on the PW board, but it was a blowout. Pretty did pretty solid. Um, that wow. game. Yeah, he has his bad moments, but you know, special teams, shit in the bed. <laughs> in the third quarter, um, the unfortunate movie's kick was blocked, but he was good the most part. Our punter was great. Um, our online it was okay, but the, if you if we mentioned about the white tackle just yesterday on the podcast, something to worry about. He had his few bad moments that that pressure um, right there. Um, now my classic fit here it comes. I don't know what I don't know if I'm confident enough that Niners gonna go back to the Super Bowl next season. Maybe 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 not. It, we both know it's hard for any teams to go to the Super Bowl again as the Kansas City Chiefs back to back now um, Super Bowl champions. Four Niners make three straight NFC championship. The last time the Four Niners make three straight championship. Things went haywire the following season. That's when Jim Harbour's last year was the coach of the team. When they went, I can't remember what's the record that that year after they lost the third straight NFC championship against the Seattle Seahawks when Sherman was playing with the Seahawks at the time. And that's my this is a, my bad Shafuk. Drew most likely Drew Greenlaw's gonna out, be out for the next season. This is my concerning. What's gonna happen in the off season? We need, of course. I mean, Shanahan's gonna be fucking Shanahan. I I don't know if that's gonna happen with that. Fights or or then get an opposite corner. I do think John Lynch and York, who's the owner of the foreigners, need to have a talk with Shanahan. Look, we're getting so close already, but maybe it's time for you to get some help. You know, opposite side. We need, also we need to address that opposite line, especially the the right side. Trent Williams is gonna play. He did stay. He's gonna play for at least the next three years, which is huge. But he's not getting any younger. We need to find like a young left tackle. Trent Moore is okay, but he's no Trent Williams. Obvious. We need, we need to revamp that opposite line that can pass block better, especially on that right side. We need to get an opposite line. As to the defensive side, Chase Young is going to be a free agent. I don't think we're going to be signed, but they're looking. Their priority is to lock up Brendan Ayuk, um, which is it's a must. Uh, I feel it's a must. Um, like I mentioned earlier, need that speedster wide receiver. I know that doesn't sound like a fit yet, but I will get to it. I'm just recapping what we were talking about. Um, I mean, you need a speedster wide receiver to give it a little braver, but the, you know, Reaver, maybe get another pass rush next to um, Nick Bosa. Um, 
you know, we need another password. The secondary, you know, they were, you know, my home, you know, whatever, but I still feel we need, still need a good corner, at least another one good corner that's out, being an outside corner. Because, you know, Logan Ryan, he only signed the team one year, and he's not, he's in his 30s anyways. So we need another good young court. I'm hoping some miracle get Jalen Johnson. No, no, that's a pipe dream. That is a pipe dream. You know, so that's probably not going to happen. Um, but at least a good, solid corner. Because, you know, look at the Chiefs corners. They're doing, to their, to their credit, they're doing a good job. But Shane Hens, play sh- shit playing calling? No. No. You fucking punk-ass little bitch. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, yeah, this this will hunt, hurt him for the rest of his career until you get that hunt. I'm gonna hear all fucking offseason now. Oh, Fortnite's joke, this or that. For this or that. Uh, and so, if someone could say Brock Perry wasn't good, you, you were not watching the fucking game. You were not fighting. This is not all on Brock Perry. This is, now, he was solid in that game. If anything, it's that special team and Kyle Shanahan play calling, most likely. Someone told me just today, but before the podcast, after the game, that he feels that John Lynch should be the first big fire, but it's not going to happen. Um, and who's going to be his replacement? And that's, that's another thing, too. Um, Shanahan... He can't not win the big one. He proves it today. He can't win the fucking big one because he's like, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's fucking Einstein of football. You know, I'm gonna be so cute with that play call. Look at, do, do you like that call with the shinning pass to CMC? I don't want to come up with that. Oh, yeah. I'm doing that BS butt hit impression, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one is Beavis? <laughs> is it Shannon? <laughs> I, I used to do pretty good, but I'm for a long time, so I'm a little off. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I even Beavis about to can come. We do better play call than Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> or even Eric Cartman from South Park can do a better play call. I know it's a cartoon. I'm trying to be kind of funny in a sense, but whatever. Kyle uh, Shanahan, I don't know what we're gonna do in the offseason. What we do? How we gonna get to the Super Bowl? I don't. I don't know. Just it's not gonna get easy because you know you know he was gonna look for redemption, gonna try to improve. Dallas is being Dallas, so I'm I'm not worried about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mike McCarthy, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, they may oh. have a new defense. They have a, They're about to. Oh, they don't have. They didn't hire a, a defensive coordinator yet. So whether whoever the, the new defensive coordinator, I'm I'm not worried about Dallas right now. So maybe Zimmer, maybe Mike Zimmer. He's oh, I think, the, I think report, it was reportedly. Ah, uh, Zimmer. There we go. So. So there's that, but I'm still not worried about the Cowboys. And you got Green Bay, who who took a look to improve in the off season. With the nature of the love was great in this season, um, including the playoffs and division round. I mean, divisional round against the Niners, he was good. You got Green Bay, to probably improved to reckon in the NFC. You got um, 
I already mentioned about the Eagles. You got um, something to watch out for. It's the Seattle Seahawks. They have that new head coach, new voice. That defense might be improved. Something to watch out for. Um, Seattle, don't count out the Rams. Um, they have a good coach. Don't count, don't count out the Rams. It's it's not going to get easier to get back to the NFC Championship before an eyes. I don't know where this... They, I mentioned they need. They, I say they need to do the offensive line, especially the white side. Trent Williams not getting any younger. Need to get that another pass rush. Can a corner get a speedster on the wide receiver? Shane needs a, a Pfizer a second uh, or get an offensive corner again, natural offensive corner to play call plays. That that needs to happen. It needs to happen if you want to get back to it. And this is it's not getting easier. I I, I don't know. That faith or confidence in them going back to the Super Bowl at all. Because Kansas is a dumb fucking shit. You know, and I said this to a friend. The Chicago Bulls is a, is a deadbeat team. The Fortnite is the only team, of my favorite team, the only favorite team I have that I have a chance to win it all to see again in my life. The last time I see the Bulls, I mean, the Fortnite to win it all was back in 1995. I mentioned that Yesterday podcast ninety five. That's that's nearly almost thirty years, a few decades, and I have a chance today. And they fuck a bullet because Shannon's too cute with his play call. Yes, the special team. That's not his. Not one hundred percent of his fault, but the most part, it's his fault because of his shitty ass play calling. Giving the one back because he's dumb fuck. Probably too busy playing Madden. Probably that's probably there. You go. I I found the solution. You play. You probably play too much fucking Madden all these years over a fucking decade. You know what? I, I do this in Madden. Pass the ball and got first down. Make my quarterback look good. I'm playing. Probably playing Madden. Playing Madden. He just avoid. That's why he probably avoid CMC. Playing fucking Madden, motherfucker. I bet I beat his ass on Madden. By the way. <laughs> Fuck you, fucking Kyle Shanahan. You fucking little. <laughs> you just a Bieber wannabe. And no, I didn't say just. I saw your post, by the way. No, I didn't say just Bieber will be there. I just say rumors that just that you uh, or should ask just a Bieber. Rumors. I want to leave that out, by the way. <laughs> Phil said, don't blame it on me. Yeah. Don't, the Bieber Nation, don't get mad at me. I heard rumors. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Don't, so don't blame me. I just hear rumors what I read. Okay. So there you go. But yeah. Um, this 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 break my heart. My heart is broken right now. And I'm going to hear this from my mom tomorrow, by the way. We, we make a bet for lunch in, in the Starbucks or Dutch Bros. I lost a fucking bet because she had the cheese. Mm. I'm going to hear this from her. I'm gonna hear this from her shitty ass fucking boyfriend. Oops, did I say that out loud? Well, too late. I'm not gonna edit it either. <laughs> I'm gonna hear that from him. And he doesn't even like football too, by the way. He doesn't even like sports at all, except for racing. Whatever. Um uh, yeah, yes. I'm gonna hear hear from them tomorrow. Maybe I should just don't go to their house tomorrow. <laughs> Exactly. I have nothing to play on Monday. Uh, tomorrow should be a fucking holiday. <laughs> oh, tomorrow's Day, but 
Whatever. It should be. It should be the day after Super Bowl. They just say, fuck it. You know, nobody's going to work hard anyways. So you might as well just have the time off. Yep. Shoot. Yeah, exactly, man. Shit. Just get, just, I don't know, it's a holiday, man. I mean, come on. Now. Hangover Monday. That's what it should be called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that, 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 that would be a good name, by the way, <laughs> for the holiday. But... They call it the yearly hangover. <laughs> it's, <laughs> hangover. it's typical Americana. You know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's, Come to that's America, like, you get you get Monday off. It's a national holiday. Why? It's the day after Super Bowl. Why do you get a holiday after the day after Super Bowl? Because everybody got drunk off their ass, you know. And that's actually hundred <laughs> percent true, really. Probably, you know, people go to sport bar, hopefully not drink and drive. Um, I saw some crazy shit where we're out talking to pay on the podcast like earlier today. One of the cop, one of the, our local police officer got stabbed and died. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, but the person who stabbed, I think, was killed, shot, killed, is for trespassing too. And the police was on that cop was on doing so. You know, let's speak for that officer. Um, have two kids, ten year old boy, I think, one of them uh, under ten. So you know, my clothes. Yeah. Is that's just just tough. bad break. That's just tough. Um, tragedy, uh, very, very fucking tough. So my my condolences to the family, you know. But but you know, it's, thanks. I know this is what, like I say on the private message on the on the board on the PW board was a very short notice. I I was a planner to do it to the podcast. Yeah, you know, I was like, you know what, I, I'm gonna do a podcast. So I asked like a few people who want to be on it. One of them was driving home. Other was not home, and I'm like, "Oh, you?" And I'm like, "Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it." I was like, "You just you got to vent, you know. Sometimes you just want to let it all out. You're just yeah. like the tough loss, you know what I mean? Like you come that far and you've never seen, like you haven't seen a Super Bowl since you were like a young kid, right? Right, that's correct. Since middle school, really. Since since the when the Super Bowl, I was eighth grade. See, you remember some of it, but yeah. it's not going to hit you the same like if you wanted tonight. Like that would have been like twenty plus years of just like ups and downs. You know, you guys suffered, which is crazy. I, this comes from a Jets fan. Like this is crazy to say this, but like you guys have seen some shit years. Yeah. You know, especially in the early two thousand tens. I think yeah. you guys had you guys had heartbreak too. You had the Kyle Williams fiasco against the Giants that one yeah. time. So I mean. You thought maybe you can get rid of all those demons tonight, and you came so close. So I feel I get you. I think sometimes what I did as a Jets fan is I just want to rant, like let me roll, like let me go, get whatever's off my chest, just get all my f bombs out of the way, and then I can just move on and have a decent day the next day. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta let it rip, man. You just gotta go, and I think that rant was that was well deserved and well justified, and. You're right. Kyle Shanahan, he's got a lot of stuff he's got to answer this offseason. I think he's got to talk to himself and just said, hey, what am I doing wrong? How come we didn't win Super Bowls at any point? And I think you guys got to have a, a self-to-self talk and just be like, we got to do something different or else history is going to repeat itself. Because yep. those who don't change the past are doomed to fail forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. something's got to change. And Time clock's ticking. You talked about everything. You also, Purdy's going to want a contract after next year. You know, McCaffrey, who knows how long he can continue to play. I think he's, what, like 28? 
27. Yeah. Oh, so he's, he's kind of heading into those twilight years as a running back, you know, okay. only so many blows, only so many blows you can take. Yeah. George Kittle, exactly what you said. You know, he's getting up there too, right? He's late twenties, early thirties, right? Yeah, I think he's late twenties, if I remember correctly, and and you can see George Kittle's uh, reaction after the loss that he's really heartbreaking. You know, you know, he wants obviously. I mean, always all the entire team wanted, but this this loss is really hurt. You know, you mentioned this. We have a heartbreak loss many times before. You know, the one. The with the Seattle Seahawks back in forgot what year that year the Kyle Williams from uh famous Kyle Williams bullshit against the Giants um the one back in 2020 Super Bowl we were up by ten and blew that lead and this one just yeah you also had Crabtree remember remember Crabtree and Sherman yep hey Crabtree remember the the, the, the epic that. rant. That epic oh. promo by Sherman. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that well. And he predicted the 49ers to win it this year, too. He predicted the Super Bowl, the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. He'll be expecting yeah. to And we don't, Fortnite's almost had it, but it's just, it, it just fucking hurts a lot. That hurts a lot. Um, I, You know, I probably won't post PW for a while. But I'm, nah, I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna post this episode. Obvious. I'm gonna post this episode once done. You know, uploading, and then I'll, I'll post this episode. And plus, plus, I have to do. I'm gonna do another episode probably later this week regarding the future of this podcast. Because of that, like I said yesterday, bad news, an email or so, stuff like that. But you know, it's it's just probably be more deactive. I guess if that makes sense. Not. Deactive, but more not much active on the farm for a while. Probably same with Facebook, I think, too. Facebook and maybe Instagram. Um, after I finish the this episode and the next episode, and then I'll probably deactivate. I, I don't after that, after that. Well, I might do so. You know what? I take it back. I may do some solo podcast, so some solo episode. Um, to do to do solo episode because there's a few things. I have idea we're going to talk about regarding one specific friend, another specific friend who who I find out just last year he's a fucking fake friend. I got if you want to know what I'm talking about, just check out on the the was it the positive thread or negative the negative thread on the on the off topic. Um, it was my last post on that thread, the negative thread. So that if you want to find out what happened, check that out. Um, that's what happened. Um. So, but yeah, it's a, you know. But I, I thank you for have the. I know it's short notice again. I thank you because even even if you didn't do it, I probably would still do the event. Do it by myself. It'd probably be sh- much shorter. And I'm sorry. I apologize for you <laughs> taking long than I expected. <laughs> And it's, it's a lot. There was a lot to digest, though. That game was. There's a lot to talk about. It was interesting. You know, it's not like a thirty-seven to seven just beatdown. You know what I mean? Like, what is there to talk about when it comes to that? Got outplayed, outworked. Out <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a very short podcast. If it was a blowout. <laughs> well, you just log off PW and just said, "Fuck it, I'm done." <laughs> 
Peace. I'm done for I, the night. I'm not watching this shit. I still watch that game when we're still and when I post something after that and then we tie no not tie the game. Uh no wait. Was it that Cheney touchdown? I like shit, we're still in this. You know, and <laughs> the game was close all the way through, you know, all the way through. It was a close game, but man, we did so great in the first half, and you didn't fucking make a chance adjustment. You know, that's the that's my issue with coaches. Even in any sport, even the NBA or whatever, they don't make adjustments. Even if you're up, you still need to make adjustments, especially when it's still a close fucking game. Come on now. And you have not to make adjustments. That's one of Shannon's issues. Especially when someone get down the injury, you you just play like, a, you just coach like a fucking pussy-ass little bitch. Even, even a virgin can coach better than him. I'm trying to be funny, but <laughs> <laughs> failed. Epic failed. But you know, um, but I think I think you you have the time for a very short notice to this podcast. You know, you know. So thank you to have the time, man. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do that segment I mentioned. Any word of advice? Yeah, I mean. It goes back to yesterday. Just be safe out there, and you know. And I don't want to go on the tangent again, but it's just yeah, man. Get ready for next year, man. Football's football, you know. Football's life. I know you hate baseball. I know hate baseball is. Uh, we don't talk about baseball on your podcast. I, I mean, we can but, talk about we can talk about baseball on my podcast, even though I. Despite, I, 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 <laughs> about, not 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 today, but I, I get to yeah. talk about baseball there. I mean, I'm because my 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 podcast is about any topic, even if I have lack of knowledge. I mean, look with Sappy, who was trying my podcast. By here's your uh, shout out, Sappy. I don't, I don't know hockey at all, and I have I have on my podcast that I think the very first time to educate hockey. Talk about hockey, the rules, but you know about the sport, hockey, and I learn a lot. So you know, I lack the knowledge of that, and even I'm still learning about hockey. You know, I'm open for any any topic. This is why I, you know, it's called let's talk hockey. We talk about anything, not just one thing. Even if I, even if I despise the sport like baseball, or I don't like. I used to love baseball. I used to like baseball, but not anymore. Even I don't like the sport. Hit. We can talk about fucking golf. <laughs> I don't know. No. Wait, what, 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 well, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, what, all you say is board and you hit the ball in the hole. That, that's what I know about. But we can talk about golf, you know, or racing cars or something. I, I, I don't know, we can talk about anything, even if I lack of knowledge or have no knowledge to whatever that topic is. So, you know. So yeah, that, yeah, that's why I like your podcast. That's why I like your podcasts because it's just there's no there's no line. You know what I mean? Like right. just shoot the shit and there's freedom. You can curse, be you know, and it's cool. That's why I like coming on here. I come on here whenever I can, and, and I appreciate you having me tonight. And you know, I said why not? I said you know I got to hear the rant first before you post anything. So <laughs> you know. I, you know, I just couldn't wait with that, but um, yeah, I would just say you know, football is life. You know, next next month we have the combine, we have the draft going on. What two months? It's crazy, right? Like, there's no, we say there's an off season in football, but in reality, there's not. 
because there's always something. We're going to have pro days for the college. Yep. It's one of those things, like, even if you lost the Super Bowl, you just got to dust it off and just be ready for next year and just get back on the grind. And um, it just it sucks. It's bittersweet. It's a bittersweet night for you. It sucks that um, you know, it's great that you guys made it, but it sucks that you couldn't finish the job. And, yeah, I don't blame you for just needing a reset button and just said, you know what, let me just take a step back from this. It's emotional loss, and it's a coulda, shoulda, woulda. But um, yeah, man, football, football is, it's a privilege. We're very fortunate to have it. I'm very fortunate to be a fan of it. It's good to have people to talk with such as you and, you know, everybody on that board, you know, it's, it's good times, man. I know it sucks that, you know, my team is garbage <laughs> and, you know, like you, you guys had the tough loss today. Of course, things could be better, but um, yeah, man, it's just football season. It's never ends and it's a good thing. Yeah, um, free agency start next month in March. We only have 29 days of February, so it'll be interesting what we can do, what's going to happen in free agency. So I don't know what big names who are free agency. And as latest news before the game, Hassan Reddick gave the Eagles credit, uh, permission to, for a trade. Hmm. So, so yeah, that's 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 I was, I was eye popping when I saw that. I was like, oh boy. Yep. So something interesting to see, and they this some of the teams, not not the foreigners though. Um, I I thought we could get them anyways, but one of the teams they list is the Lions, and I didn't mention about the Lions. But another team, the Lions, gonna probably improve. Um, it's gonna be very difficult. Um. But yeah, um, but anyways, you know, football is great. You know, my dad was with some peace. He loved football. He loved football. You know, he's a foreigners fan, like I mentioned yesterday or the day before Japan when people listen to this podcast right now. Today's Sunday over here. It's like eleven twelve. What time is it over there in New York? One twelve AM. Okay, AM. You're you're on Monday. <laughs> you're on Monday. Yeah, on Monday. Monday, you're on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, East Coast. <laughs> your your East Coast, some uh, are, 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 are the East Coast. I I, I talk about with Ferguson because you live in Australia. You know you 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 know the future. <laughs> oh like yeah, they're like ten hours. They're like ten hours ahead of everybody. Like it's New Year's. It's New Year's for them, and it just started the day for us on the thirty first. <laughs> so it's oh, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, but shout out to Fergus Ferguson, by the way, uh, and and HR, too. They both from Australia, too, you know, so that's up. But anyways, um, but, you know, like I said, my dad was a football. He preferred college football over NFL. He he, he loves the NFL, but he preferred college football over NFL. Um, but I don't even remember what, who's his team in college football. I had to think on that one. But uh, but anyways, but you know, football football is a great sport. Frustrating today. Very, very frustrating. I'm gonna hear this for quite a while about this loss starting tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna hear that from a from a friend already on Facebook. He's a Seattle Seahawks fan. I wonder if we make the playoffs with like the Seahawks. Ha. Huh. So fuck you. My <laughs> 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 yeah, but um is there anything we want to plug in social media or any one last message? 
No, it's just the same as always. PW is the place to be, honestly. I have such a good... We're a small community, but um, we just had like 10-page conversation with the Super Bowl. We talked about commercials, Usher, football, whatever, man. It's just fun times. It's easy. Just register. Just jump in there. As like I said yesterday, the best way to win people over is if you joke about me or attack the Jets. You get probably, you'll probably get like eight likes with that alone. You know, <laughs> that's a cheat code. That's how that's how you cheat the system. Just bash the New York Jets, and everybody loves you. You know, <laughs> the the URL. I don't, know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Just just bash the Cowboys, then people will like it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's even better. Everybody hates yeah. Dallas. You know. <laughs> Nah, the so-called Americans think, nah, that's so stupid. Really, I, I, honestly, I think that's the most stupid thing I heard for for quite a while, a long time. The Americans think, uh, man, when someone say Cowboys are the Americans thing, I say, I always say, I would say, every team is from America. Come on now, <laughs> but they're the the America's team. You know, that's some Jerry Jones bullshit. <laughs> It's a cherry. It's a bullshit, really. But you know, like Nick Bosa say, we're the real Americans. <laughs> he did say that when when they beat the Cowboys. So you know, <laughs> so, so that. But, but yeah. But anyways, but man, fun talking to you once again. Unexpected today, but you know, we recap a great recap. Yep. Fant on my part. Fant on my part. Talk about the Super Bowl commercials. Um, the worst, the best, whatever. Um, the halftime performance, uh, sure. Complain a little bit about him being shirtless because they complained about Chan Jackson years ago. <laughs> Even my mom doesn't like him taking off the shirt. Come on now. <laughs> remember, that, remember the Simpsons? Remember you had that girl, uh, the Reverend Lovejoy's wife? Won't somebody oh. please think of the children? Oh yeah! You probably got like five-year-old kids watching. The guy rips the shirt off. Close the eyes, Theodore. Close your eyes right now. <laughs> that's pretty good impression, by the way. Yeah, that, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. But... <laughs> so you know, my hats to, to you. But anyways, um, NFL is finished, but free agency coming up. Dun dun dun. Yeah, so it'll be interesting for all teams, including the Chets, the 49ers, Green Bay, Dallas, Detroit. What they're gonna do in the offseason starting the free agency? We will see your big trade, we will see the minor trades. I've coaches, coaches hiring is done really. Just that college need to probably hire. Oh, yeah, they already hired a new defense corner, I think, Mike Simmer. As you mentioned, um, but all the coaches are filled, whatever. So it'll, it'll be interesting offseason. You mentioned about baseball. Baseball's coming up. To, and, you know, I'm not a baseball fan, but I have a friend who's a Dodgers fan. I'm looking forward to see the Dodgers joke again. <laughs> yeah, like a $700 million payroll. They signed, yep. like, two guys from Otani and Yamamoto. They signed – they that their contracts are probably more than worth more than, like, half the teams in the league alone. It's ridiculous. Yep. And I'm a Yankees fan. I'm bitching about contracts. Look at that. <laughs> Like that's how you know it. That's how you know it's bad. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Dodd, you know, Dodd is a joke, and the same friend since he was saying was talking shit about my four nines to get lose, which he was right. I'm looking forward to see the Celtics choke again. 
in the playoffs. So I'm calling that right now. Celtics are going to lose in the, either the Easter Conference Final or in the Finals. To the Knicks. <laughs> God willing, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's a big maybe. That's a big maybe. I, I, did say, I didn't say they're going to lose to the Knicks in the playoffs. I did, so I won't jinx your team. I did say Celtics will lose the game in the playoffs either in the Easter Conference Final or the NBA Finals. One of the two. So I'm calling that in. So yes, I'm a better. I'm gonna be. And when, once I'm everything's cooled down, everything like that after that heartbreaking school ball loss, I'm gonna be more bitter, more a fucking asshole I've ever been. <laughs> so, so there's that. Four Niners are gone, but you got the Bulls. Look at that. That's more misery, right? <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, man. man. <laughs> If you were a psychotherapy, I would have your ass fired, man. Come on, that's, man. That's, that's the that's alternative. Bad. 49er season's over, so now you got the, the Bulls. You got to watch that shit. The, the path to 35 wins. Yes. Oh, thanks, thanks for reminding me. I mean, I mean to my friend, I, I, the Bulls are de- deadbeat, and the 49ers are the only thing that they have a chance to win a, the big one in my lifetime, which they lost, but, you know, uh, bulls, bulls, bulls. But anyways, but I'll go ahead and plug in. Well, I'm gonna plug in. Follow me on Instagram, pwh 2 That stop podcast has a Facebook page. Give a like, give a follow up. Post new episode and all that. Good, uh, let's stop podcast related. Let's stop podcast is available from ten different platforms, which you can listen to all the episodes, including this episode, which I think this episode now is number two hundred. 88, I think. I think it's 288. Almost 300. Uh, so hopefully I can get 300 <laughs> before June. More information about that in a bit. Uh, about that come the next episode about why I say that. Uh, but so the next so the next 10 the, the next 10. But I can't talk right now. See? That, that's Kyle Shanahan play calling. Now I, I make a shit calling talking and I can't fucking talk. <laughs> Shit talking, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but uh, listen to all the episode, including this. Ep- you can listen to all the episode in t- from ten different platforms, including this episode, such as Spotify for podcaster, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, um, Castbox, and Amazon Music. And yes, Spotify for podcasters and Spotify. Kind of two different names, just to be fair. Um, Spotify for podcasters, that's why it used to be anchored. They changed their name, so uh, not changed their name, but they partners with Spotify. So when they use that Spotify for, for podcasters, I use for that for the recording. So it's it's a little two different things in a sense. Um, it's still anchor, but it's complicated to, to, it's more complex, but whatever. So you can listen to all that. The next Let's Talk podcast, probably later this week, um, regarding information regarding the email, um, come, I mentioned about, hopefully I hit 300 episodes before June. I'll, I'll give you more details about it. I'll post it. I will post a new episode about why I say that. So look look forward to it. It's regarding the future of this podcast or the future of this podcast journal. Um, so look forward to that. You may see some more solo podcasts. I know my 
next as of right now, my next podcast for the next guest is this March. Can't remember what day. Close to the end of March, March twenty something with Marcus and Alex and Derek Jones return to talk the forty years of WrestleMania. Talk about WrestleMania plus the Vince McMahon allegation. I might have guests booked before that day too. We'll say it's predetermined. Who knows? So I don't know when. If there be other guests, we'll see. Um, I'll I'll try. Um, so anyway, so so stay tuned for that. Um, for this podcast. So anyways, apologize for taking long, but I will wrap this up right now. Because I listened to Kyle Shanahan with his shitty ass play calling, make me go longer. So I'm poor clock management. See what I did there? See what I did there? Poor clock management. See what I did, I mean? And you, you also got to say, you got to say, Roger Goodell was in the stands talking to Taylor Swift. Oh, I think no, Taylor Swift probably said, fuck Roger Goodell. If she said that, she's my hero. If she actually, she, if she actually say, fuck Roger Goodell, Roger, that fucking douchebag commissioner, she's my new hero. She's my idol. In all seriousness, <laughs> she probably told Roger Goodell she probably wants all the money. For all the time she was shown free, she probably yeah. said, "Where's my royalties? You're using my face, my thing. How about yeah. you pay off the wazoo?" Goodell is probably like, "No, no, 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 no. It's a misunderstanding. We're gonna show you like five times on CBS. That's probably why CBS didn't show her that much. She probably yeah. said, "Motherfucker, <laughs> you owe, you owe me royalties. Or, or, put or, put or, my I'll... face on weekly. Sorry. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Talk about talk about conspiracy. That's another one. Conspiracy. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? And or also maybe you try to convince her to be a halftime performer for the Super Bowl next year. Oh, that's a good point. She probably want. He probably wants discount though. She probably says, "Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm a busy woman. I'm a busy woman. You got to pay me." I don't know if you know this, but they did NFL did offer for a halftime performance in the past in the Super Bowl, but she turned down. Look at her! Look at that! Wow! Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. If it was for this year's Super Bowl before they asked Usher? I think it is. Either this year's Super Bowl or the other Super Bowl, but I know it wasn't that long too either. So she she did turn down. So maybe maybe so there's that so maybe she's gonna perform next year Super Bowl. oh great that because it's cheese because the cheese go in another one the script you can write in better script than this yeah that's why right. i'm gonna say this is a script just to make me feel better so people do this so but anyways but anyways have a good night have a good night everyone i probably had to go to bed no i lie i probably eat chunk food yeah, fuck you, CBS. But have have a good night. Have a good rest of this week. Um, stay safe. Always stay safe. Always, always, always stay safe. We have this crazy world. So grab it to the officer today here locally. So you know, st- always stay safe. Stay safe. At smart smart and fast if anything that's my word of advice so there's that um but anyways have a good night everyone you have a good night man thanks thanks for Appreciate having it. time very for short noise 
Remember, I'm I'm plugging in this website. Roger Gulo Douchebag is a douchebag.com. <laughs> oh, and here's another one. Fuck you, Kyle Shanahan, your shitty ass play call.com. Check it out. Watch, watch that website. It's going to be real. <laughs> Imagine. But anyway, so everyone, take care and talk to you on the next t- time on Let's Talk Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Later. <laughs>